Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the main three reasons why you are not receiving inquiries and what to do about them. So let's jump straight in. So you either have never received that many inquiries or your inquiries have dried up. Either way, these things are relevant to you. These are the three reasons that I see time and time again as the main reasons why somebody is no longer getting the inquiries um, or they're not getting the inquiries that they're wanting. And so basically it fits into three categories. You've either got people don't know what you do and how you can help them. That is a quite a significant one for a lot of people. So basically you haven't shared, you know, why you, what's going on, how you can help on a regular enough basis. You haven't got in front of the right people enough. Okay. The other thing is that people don't want it or they don't see the value in it. Now, if they don't want it, or they don't see the value in it, there are ways around that. That's um, feedback on your sales process, on your messaging, but it's also potentially on your targeting. And so we will cover that too. The third one is more significant, more important things happening right now for your ideal customer. um, And you just are not currently a priority. So the main difference between sort of point two and point three is the fact that they're just not switched on full stop. They're just not interested versus something is happening right now, which means they're not that interested for example moving towards christmas it's not people's priority to sign up to training courses because they're they're winding down towards christmas they're looking towards christmas they don't want that commitment over that period of time their focus their finances are on other things like gifting and enjoying the christmas festivities come january those people are in a position where they they want to hit the ground running they want to have a better year than they had last year and so that's when they would look to reprioritize and refocus on training and so that's just one example of how that can be temporary an example of it not being temporary is that people are just not switched on it's not a seasonal thing there's nothing else going on they're just not interested they just don't care what you have to offer but we will go through that in more detail so generally speaking it's one of these things that is causing this this problem it's causing you not to be getting inquiries so what do you do about it well if it's the case that people aren't aware of you so there's a lack of awareness around your your product your what you do and your product offering uh, then it's a case of increasing that awareness and it's not going to be you know put out a couple of posts and they're all going to come flocking it takes time if you are relying on organic marketing to generate your customers then you need to put in the effort you need to put in that that mileage when people pay for stuff it's because it generally speeds up the process if you're doing it free then it's your time that's going to be invested more and therefore you know you need to accept that it's going to take that time there are ways to speed it up to help people know like and trust you quicker but in the main you know it's going to be showing up on a consistent basis and doing consistent activities, repetitive tasks that actually are not that fun. They're not that exciting. But that is the reality of business and being successful in business is the repetition of and the consistency of action. So how you can increase awareness if you're not getting in front of the right people at the right time is to think about, go back to your ideal customer. Think about, okay, what am I doing for that ideal customer? Where are they? Where do they hang out? What are they looking for? What do they want? What's going on for them? What platforms are they present on? Do they open their emails? Are they more into Instagram? Are they more into TikTok? What's going on? Where are they? And then you get in front of them and you consistently get in front of them. As I say, yes, you have what you call low-hanging fruit, what I call low-hanging fruit, which is like 3% of people who are there ready and willing to buy right now. 
you know, cash in hand, super ready. And whereas, you know, there's a 27%, if not more, of people who will buy with from you within the next three months. Those people are going to take more warming up. They are not convinced that you're the right solution for them and they're not as spontaneous as that 3%. And so they need that consistent turning up and showing your value that they should be able to, that they can know, like, get to know, like, and trust you um, until they're in a position to buy from you. So point two, so people aren't interested and they don't see the value. Now, I'm going to address the don't see a value bit first, because if they don't see the value, it's potentially the fact that your messaging is off and your messaging isn't resonating with them. They're not seeing why they should part with their financial or time resource in return for your your solution. So it's a case of checking that your messaging is is resonating, can resonate, is on point and, you know, seeing if that makes a change. So, you know, first of all, before you start looking at alternatives, check your messaging, test your messaging, test different messaging, understand what's going on in the market and how you might be able to adapt that messaging to those people that you're going after, you're targeting. Now, if they still don't want it when you've changed that messaging, then, you know, find out what they do want. So you have this audience, they don't want what you're offering, but what do they want? Do they want something totally different? Is there something totally left field beyond your abilities? And if they do, then, you know, that's fair enough, but that's not going to be, that's not going to be you who provides that solution. And then that was when I would look to think, okay, is this a temporary thing that they're focusing on or is this a long-term thing? You know, have they gone off? Um, I used in training the other day the example of the um, Tamagotchi um, toys that were around when I was growing up. I think they actually made a comeback as well. But they, they certainly were in fashion. Everyone had one. It's like a little, um, like like a little electronic toy that was kind of like a fob size, and you attach it to your clothes, or you have it's a necklace thing, and then it'll buzz, and it needs playing with, and it needs like cleaning up after and feeding and stuff. And um, they were very very in fashion, and then they just totally died to death. So people moved on. It was a, you know, it's a child's toy and children are quite fickle. And so it was, you know, they quite quickly moved on to the next focus. And so, you know, is it the fact that their focus has just gone and they're onto something else? Or is it what I described in the introduction as something which is temporary? Their attention is elsewhere temporarily, but it will come back. If it's a permanent thing, if they're just not that interested, they're totally switched off. Or these people have never really been that into what you do then it's time to, to, to take stock and think, okay, well, what do they want? Is that something I can provide? If it's not something you can provide, then, you know, can you find somebody else who does want it? Can you hang out in different places? Can you find people with different priorities that do match? And then they do have the need that you are meeting with your product or service. So at the end of the day, you want to be either meeting a need or you want to be meeting a, a desire, a, a want. Um, need is obviously, you know, people call it pain. It's something that is a problem and that person needs a solution to it. The nice to have, the enhancing of somebody's life is an added bonus. Okay. When the basics are sorted out, that's when they look for the enhancing elements in the main. And so, you know, if there's a pressing need, then they're going to address that first. If that person, the audience that you're going after, it's a bit more of a nice to have and they just don't have, for example, the disposable income, then who does have the disposable income to spend on your nice to have opportunity? And, and it's understanding that, figuring that out, which is what's going to help you 
to get in front of the right people. It doesn't mean to say you should just totally give up on what you're doing. It just means that the audience you're currently targeting aren't switched on and don't see the value. You've tried changing your message and that still doesn't resonate. So you need to go fishing in a different pond. And what I mean by that is you need to find a different pool of people, a different audience to put your product or service in front of. And again, it's going to be a testing thing. All these things are testing. You're not going to get the, the result first time. If you do, then that's, the, you know, the, you're the people that people write articles about. They write articles about them because they don't happen that often. So, you know, don't be disheartened if these things don't happen the first time. Keep trying, keep trying different things and you will get there. So in essence, you are targeting different customers. That's what the, the, the point is here is, is if you've, you've tested your messaging with these people, they're still not getting it. They're still not interested. When I say testing, you know, don't just try one little bit, try a number of different things. And then, you know, if that doesn't work, then you know, it's a case of relooking at, okay, who can I who can I be focusing on? Who is going to value what I'm doing? And you will find these people. You truly believe that you have got a good offering that really meets somebody's need or want. And it's about finding that right person. Their priorities are elsewhere. OK, that's the last one is they are temporarily distracted because something else is going on. An example that I used in the introduction was Christmas. You know, another one was when we all went into lockdown during the pandemic. The world was turned upside down. Nothing like that had ever happened before. People were rattled. They weren't sure what was going on. They weren't sure what to how to predict things. And so it was about then looking at, OK, well, how long is this likely to go on for? How long are they likely to be rattled for? Can I meet their needs in a different way? Can I help them in a different way than where they are now? Um, you know, I know people who went from designing logos and things like that, which are very much, you know, that they're, they're very nice and they're impactful, but they're the kind of icing on the cake. Um, they're not going to be the difference between generating sales. Your product can get by with a very basic logo that you can create yourself on something like Canva. You don't have to go all in and, and get a designer. So obviously, when people were worried over the revenue coming into their business because of lockdown, you know, those designers went off and they, they helped with websites because all of a sudden people were bricks and mortar and couldn't open thought you know what I need an online presence and so the, the online world got even more busy than it was already because these people were in a position where they were wanting to do to get online as well and so those designers they were it was within their capabilities they went and they did website design you know how can you meet that person's need how can you generate income how can you continue that relationship with your customer meeting their needs slightly differently okay another option is to get them to refocus their attention. So a lot of my clients did this very well in lockdown. When it first hit was to say, yeah, I know everything's going a little bit crazy right now. However, these challenges are still challenges. You know, you need to be more equipped than ever to face competition. You need to be more equipped than ever to be to be healthy and to, to be switched on and to have your wits about you and be able to work well. You know, your mental health is now even more important than it was before. And so, you know, you haven't got those, um, those cruxes and those support systems around you. And so, you know, this is a great time to equip yourself. So there were so many people who they got their messaging right. They were able to reprioritize, refocus their customers' attention and show them the impact that they could have, show them the value that they could bring at this moment in time. And that drew those people back and that got those people buying. The other option is to serve someone else who's your solution is the priority. So, OK, so your ideal client or what was your ideal client? They're not your ideal client if they don't want what you sell. And so if they've been switched off and they are currently busy doing something else. So for you know a major example, when again, I'm going to use lockdown, but it was quite a significant event, guys. You know, the restaurant shut. 
So, okay, your restaurant's shut. So there's no point. You Right now, you can't serve restaurants with the you know your services you can't go in and teach them about point of sale equipment and sell them technology that helps them be more efficient front of house serving customers because they don't have any they are not going to invest in that right now they are worried about paying the rent so what can you do instead well instead you can be looking at how who is getting busy Okay, so I saw people switch industries totally. Companies that were doing deep cleaning of restaurants um, and kitchens switched and they did um, the misting. Um, So the the COVID misting that you could you could do in buildings and that they were doing during lockdown so that when people had it, it reduced the spread. It was cleaning. It was within their remit still. It wasn't like they were you know, doctors and nurses, and all of a sudden, they were building websites, it was within the skill set was in their remit, it just took a little bit of retraining. And so that's what they did. And that's the industry that they served until um, they were in a position where their customers were back up and open, and they could go back to deep cleaning. So, you know, keep that in mind is a temporary refocus. And there's literally nothing you can do about it. It is highly unusual. But there is that opportunity to to switch. In the vast majority of cases, though, guys, it's about finding your audience, finding the right audience. If stuff has changed for your ideal clients, then who are your new ideal clients? And and looking at tweaking that messaging, tweaking your presence. Platforms and the behavior on social media platforms are changing. And so, you know, it makes sense that actually maybe your ideal clients aren't on there like they used to be. So where are they? How can you reach them now? So it's not a case of giving up, throwing in the towel. It's about reassessing and testing. So the best things you can be doing is looking at who your ideal client is, assessing what's going on for them right now, understanding your messaging and and how it may or may not be resonating with those people. What's their priority right now? What do they want? What are they spending their money on? And how can you relate to that? How can you help them get those outcomes that they are searching for and they are paying for elsewhere? So that's it for me, guys, this week. I hope that has been useful to you. If you aren't getting those inquiries, don't be disheartened, okay? If you've had customers, then you've had those votes of of confidence in your product offering. If you haven't had customers yet and you're struggling to understand where to start, then, you know, get in touch with all these things, all this information. If you think, hey, you know what, this isn't totally you know, complete for me here, you haven't totally dotted the I's and crossed the T's, then, you know, please do get in touch. Alternatively, you can nip onto Amazon, you can buy my book and get more information in there. So, and there's a massive back catalogue here, guys, um, of podcast episodes. So, you know, take your pick and find out the information you need to find out. So that's it for Mel, guys. I will speak to you again on Tuesday. Bye for now. Happy selling.